When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And very pleasant. Good morning, everybody. It's always good to be back with you. This is the Marlins Rewind. And last night at Chase Field in Phoenix, the Marlins played game two of their three-game weekday series against the Arizona Diamondbacks. Going into last night, the Marlins were 0-4 against the D-backs this season. They were trying to avoid of falling to 0-5. Jesus Lazardo went opposite of the veteran left-hander and World Series champion Madison Bumgardner. And with the recap, as always, here is Glenn Geffner. Well, after a lot of one-run losses over the course of the last week and a half, this one not so close for the Marlins tonight. They lose 9-3 in the desert tonight. The Arizona Diamondbacks have won the first two games of this three-game series. Marlins fall to 1-5 on the road trip with one game left to go. Things started well for Miami tonight, facing Madison Bumgarner at the top of the first. Miguel Rojas batting leadoff for the first time this year with Jazz getting a night off. Ripped a single to left, and with one out, Miggy was at first base for Jorge Soler. On 0-2, Soler drives on a long way. Deep to left, way back, Hummel at the wall, goodbye, and a great start for the Marlins, 2-0 in the first. Unfortunately, that would be pretty much where the cheering ended for Miami in this ballgame. With two outs in that first inning, Avi Garcia and Joey Wendell singled back-to-back. So Miami made a chance for more, but Eric Gonzalez in his Marlins debut tonight took a called third strike, ending the inning. It was a challenging first for Bumgarner through 24 pitches, allowed a couple of runs, but after giving up four hits, in a sense, it was a bit of a victory to escape without allowing any more than just those two runs. And back came the D-backs in a hurry in their half of the first against Jesus Luzardo. Luzardo walked leadoff man Cooper Hummel on a full count pitch. Man at first, nobody out for the right fielder Jordan Luplo but he's hitless since then. But here's a towering fly ball, way back, left field, Solaire, home run. It's going to be one of them nights, I guess. Well, we didn't feel like the ball was carrying last night. It seems to be jumping out of here tonight, and it's 2-2 in the first. Cattell Marte then would walk, and when Christian Walker doubled, the D-backs had second and third, nobody out in the first inning in a 2-2 game. But Jesus Luzardo came back to strike out three in a row. Josh Rojas looking, Nick Ahmed and Geraldo Perdomo swinging. So like Bumgarner, in the top of the inning, he allowed two runs, but in a sense escaped feeling pretty good about himself. It could have been a lot worse. Now it was a 40-pitch first inning for Jesus Luzardo. The top and bottom of the first combined took 34 minutes to play tonight. Both starters had to work very hard, but both bounced back nicely in the second with Bumgarner setting down the Marlins, 8-9-1 men, 1-2-3, and then Luzardo doing the same thing against the 8-9-1 men of the D-backs. So he went to the third, tied at two. Marlins got a two-out single from Garrett Cooper in that third inning, but that was it. And then in the bottom of the third, Arizona jumped on Luzardo, ended his night early, and essentially salted this ball game away. After Luzardo struck out the first man, Jordan Luplo, he issued back-to-back walks to Cattell Marte and Christian Walker. Josh Rojas hit a fly ball to center for the second out, but with two on and two outs, Donnie had decided that he had seen enough from Luzardo. 78 pitches in two and two-thirds innings tonight 
43 strikes, 35 balls. He brought Lewis Head out of the bullpen. Head, who coming into this one had yet to allow a run in this is first season as a member of the Marlins. Lewis Head coming in tonight had worked a total of nine and two-thirds scoreless innings. But the first man he faced with two on and two outs was Nick Ahmed. Plate, and Ahmed lines one over short base hit left field. Waved around third Marte. He's going to score, and Arizona's back on top 3-2. And with a couple men on and still two outs, the next batter was Geraldo Perdomo. Again, head, a 3-2 to Perdomo, and there's a ball shot toward the alley right center. Coming on, Sanchez has to play it on the bounce. Waved at third, Walker. He's going to score. Headed to third base, Ahmed, and it's 4-2 D-backs. And they weren't done. A big two-out rally. The next big hit came from Alec Thomas, the rookie center fielder. The 1-1 is blooped out toward left, sinking quickly and down fair for another hit. That's going to score one run. They're going to hold the man at third and diving back to the back, Perdomo. The throw came in behind him but got away from Gonzalez and ending up at second base. Thomas, it's a three-run inning and now a 5-2 D-backs advantage. For Thomas, that was his first major league run batted in. And the D-backs still had a couple men in scoring position with Jose Herrera at the plate. The 1-1 to Herrera is off the catcher's bit. Henry chases it down toward the third base dugout. Throw to the plate, gets away from head. In to score Perdomo. Down to third base Thomas. And it's 6-2 Arizona. And it would stay 6-2 for a long time. Luzardo done after two and two-thirds innings in this game. Charged with four runs. Two hits. He walked four. Struck out six. Allowed the home run in the first inning to loop low. 78 pitches, 43 strikes. Head got out of that third inning eventually, but he was charged with two runs. The first two runs he surrendered this year on three hits and a wild pitch. Cody Poteet came on to start the fourth inning. He really settled things down. Did a great job tonight. He worked four innings of two-hit shutout ball with a walk and three strikeouts in the ball game. He gave the Marlins a chance to come back in this one. Unfortunately, they never would. Madison Bumgarner hadn't gotten more than five in a start this year, but he went six and a third tonight. Gave up six hits and two runs. Walked one, struck out five, allowed the home run to Soler in the first through 96 pitches, 66 strikes. J.B. Wendelkin will get out of the seventh inning. Kenyon Middleton would then work a 1-2-3 eighth. And in the bottom of the eighth, with Arizona still leading 6-2, they break things open. Dylan Floro came on to pitch. Floro making his first appearance of the year after beginning the season on the injured list with some shoulder issues. And his 2022 debut did not go the way he would have hoped for. Josh Rojas a single. He was wild pitched to second. Nick Ahmed a walk. Geraldo Perdomo an RBI single. Alec Thomas a second hit in his second RBI in the game. He had an RBI single. Jose Herrera hit into a fielder's choice, but then a run-scoring double by Cooper Hummel capped the scoring. It was a three-run bottom of the eighth for Arizona. And at that point, it was a 9-2 D-backs lead. Marlins pushed one run across against their former teammate Caleb Smith in the top of the ninth inning. Joey Wendell led off with a single. He was two for three in this game. A couple of singles, a walk, and a run scored after Eric Gonzalez struck out and Jesus Sanchez grounded out. He had a man at second with two outs in the ninth. And Jacob Stallings dunked a single into right field. That brought Wendell home, made it 9-3. to three. But that's how this one would end tonight with the Arizona Diamondbacks on top.
once again. They've won five straight for the Marlins to begin the season series. Three in Miami last week and the first two here in Phoenix last night and tonight. For Arizona, nine runs, 11 hits, one error, six left. For the Marlins, three runs, nine hits, no errors. They strand eight in the game. Madison Bumgarner, the winning pitcher, one and two. Jesus Luzardo, the loser, two and three. Time of the ball game, three hours, 17 minutes. The D-backs have won seven of eight. Now they're 14 and six after a three and eight start. They improved to 17 and 14 overall. They're now nine and eight at home. As for the Marlins, well, they've lost nine of 10 after a seven game winning streak. They fall to one and five on the road trip. 0 and five, as I mentioned, against Arizona. They're 13 and 17 overall. Seven and 10 away from Lone Depot Park with this loss tonight. And one other note on the Arizona side, Tori Lovello in his seventh year as the manager of these D-backs. Tonight picked up his 354th career victory in Arizona, and tonight he becomes the winningest manager in D-backs franchise history. Well, that's one of those games you try to take a quick shower afterwards and just wipe it off. Um, it just wasn't a good night for Miami, and they just didn't play good enough to win a baseball game. They jumped out to the early 2 nothing lead, um, but that was it and they flat out uh, got blown out of the water by the Diamondbacks. They fall to 13-17. and 17. Diamondbacks, who just played better last night, improved to 17-14. and 14. Let's hear from Don Mattingly afterwards. Donnie, starting with Luzardo, it seemed like their hitters just jumped on him really early. What did you see from him in that first inning? Uh, well, two kind of two things in the first inning. Uh, first, obviously, he got in some trouble early. Didn't seem to be able to get his off-speed over. Uh, they kind of looked like they were kind of jumping him early in. Uh, obviously, get the two runs, but then he pretty much gets out of that inning and kind of regrouped and felt like at that point he knew he threw a lot of pitches in that inning, but he kind of regrouped and looks like he was going to you know, get, it, get it back together. And then third inning, a, a couple walks from him, but still, up, I think, 78 pitches. When uh, Head came in, was that just the better matchup in your mind? No, it was just 40 pitches in the first and in trouble walking guys in the second. It looked like, you know, for us, it looked like he's out of gas at that point. Uh, just threw a lot of bullets and no, he wasn't going to go through four and he wasn't going to get the five. And it's and going to take the try to get out of the inning right there. Platoon gives you guys four strong innings. How nice has it been to just be able to constantly rely on him when the starters give you a short outing? No, Cody's been great. He's he's a guy that's been able to come in, throw zeros, um, keep his pitch count down to a point where he's you know he's you know obviously he's down a few days, but he's he's not killing himself with seventy pitches or anything like that. So he's did a nice job for us to put us in a better position tomorrow. Uh, the offense, you get two quick runs in the first and then nothing until the ninth. What did you see in that stretch in between? Yeah, not, not a lot. Um, I thought, obviously, we did a good job in the first couple innings with with uh, with Madison. I think he's at 40-something after two. And then I look up, he's at 90 after six. So it's like he throws 50 pitches in four innings after that. Um, yeah, I think it seemed like after they got the four, we just kind of fell flat. And after that, it wasn't there wasn't a whole lot going on. And then Head, he's been pretty steady for you guys so far. Your, what did you see from him in in that third, trying to take a little bit to get that one out? Yeah, he's been really good actually. And uh, you know, really, what we've seen for me, you know, they give up he gives up three kind of bleeders, you could say, uh, type hits. But he also put himself in full counts. You know, he's he's behind he's 
behind Ahmed, uh, gets the three-two. You know, after he's thrown him, you know, three or four or five, I think four or five sliders. He he stays out there on one and gets a hit. Next guy, I think he's three-two on. Uh, you know, and then and these are this, this club. They got rewarded for putting the ball in play, and that's one thing they do. Um, they're tough to. You know, we've had a, we've had a lot of trouble like finishing these guys, and they put balls in play on us. And then Floro first outing, just thoughts on him? Uh, I thought it was rough, honestly. Uh, didn't seem like it was coming out that well. Ho- hopefully, it's it just builds from here. Um, yeah, I thought it. Yeah, it did. It didn't look like it was coming out that great, but you know, it's the first time out. It's like a lot of guys coming out of the gate the first time. What was Bumgarner doing that was making it tough? I thought we were good with him early. Mickey had some great at bats. Uh, we looked like we were, were going to be on him, and I think again, once they got the four runs, it seemed like we got out of the zone uh, and didn't make him really work after that. And when you throw 50 and four, I mean, you're throwing 11, a little over what 12, 12, 13 pitches an inning, and that's that's pretty easy in today's game. Starting pitching is important, but Sandy tomorrow is a quick turnaround. Is there any more importance for him tomorrow to maybe see that old Sandy and really set a tempo for you guys? <laughs> it would be nice. That was Marlins manager Don Mattingly after the ball game last night. Before we wrap things up, let's take a quick commercial break. Back with you on Marlins Rewind as we now press on to this afternoon's 1240 contest locally in Arizona, 340 back home Eastern time. Sandy Alcantara versus Merrill Kelly, who has been sensational for the Diamondbacks this season. 340 first pitch back home, 310 airtime with Marlins on deck. And as always, we hope you find some time to join us on the Marlins Radio Network, driven by AutoNation.